Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the Two Dogs Podcast. I'm Dr. Inky. I'm Dr. Ellie. Wow. And hey, check this out. Here? Check this out. Yes. I'm good, man. We've got we've got we some are, new. We yeah, are we are doing virtually in the same location. Virtual. Yes, but we are virtually in the same location. Not bad, uh, This new update. Yeah, yeah, nice, it's huh? yeah, pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, I hope you've got more backgrounds, you know? So, so yeah, I more fun. we can actually go and create our own background after this. Like. <laughs> yeah, you come make to like point, a you know, room. You know, if I want to hit you, right, it's like, we can high five. No, no, we, we, we literally can high five. High five this way. This yeah. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> close enough, close enough. Welcome to the immersive view of Zoom uh, and and for, for you guys who want to have a bit more interactive kind of uh, sphere, go update your, your Zoom chats and you can you know, have this really cool view um, that puts both in the same spot so your end result looks pretty much like you're in the more same spot. More or less, la, you know, more, more or less. less there's, no, there's no perfection. nice on the video. Alright, so what are we talking about in case this week? So, alright, right. So, um, I want to talk about this one book. All right, mm. I've 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 read this book twice already, right. and I've always loved this book. And somehow or rather, you, you read someone, it twice. Yeah, I've I've read it twice. And okay. whenever someone asks me to recommend books, right? Somehow right. this book never popped into my mind. All right, okay. I have no idea why it never popped in my mind until really recently when someone asked me, "Hey, is there a book that I can read to?" Uh, better improve myself okay right and then it got me thinking then 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 of course usually the books that i recommend people are like those business books you know you read uh rich that poor that lah you know mm. all the boring stuff lah you know then uh, for someone someone wants to do a technology company or you read you read the lean startup again all these are uh, it's it's like people saying oh uh, i want to learn about business or you go and read up on what on what steve jobs said you know mm-hmm. now this one book is interesting because I discovered that this book has been banned in several U.S. prisons. Banned? Banned. All right? Banned from especially prisons? In the state of Utah. Yes, especially in the state of Utah. Okay. Because the book, the book teaches people on how to become master manipulators. Oh. oh. Master manipulators to manipulate emotions, to, mani- to manipulate the surroundings to manipulate power, most importantly. Oh, yeah, okay. and it is aptly named the 48, you guys probably can't really see this, but the 48 Laws of Power. So it was actually written in the 90s, all right? Written in the 90s, and it is interesting because it speaks on 48 things that you can do to change, mm-hmm. right? On how to on how to gain more power or how to manipulate. Now, it can be used in a lot of contexts. Uh. Yes, it's banned in prisons. However, people, celebrities, business people, athletes, people like Jay-Z, you know, those rappers, uh, Kanye West and all, they mm-hmm. you can quote this as one of their favorite books. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because yeah, it allows- I, I, I read even like people like 50 Cent read yes, this kind of book. People like 50 Cent as well. So, yeah. so it allows people to learn at a very very short period of time, on how to, um, on how to to assess situations, mm-hmm. and how to play to their advantage. Okay. Ah. Oh wait wait wait. Be, 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 before we go on, right? Did you read this book twice while you're in prison? Uh oh. <laughs> 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 Cannot tell all these things. Uh, hush hush. Uh, <laughs> right. So there are forty eight laws of power inside. So. Uh, each law is it's long, right? And the, the reason why I love it is because 
for each chapter, there's 48 chapters, right? For each chapter, they give you three to four short stories. Okay. Wow. Three to four short stories. Yeah. The and then the stories will go like the uh that this part but but uh and it's usually based on real historical facts, yeah. Mm-hmm. How this person used it to their advantage and how this person did something and it was at their disadvantage. Ah, so today I want to go through okay, so disclosure, disclosure, okay. uh, spoiler alert, we, we will speak on some of the contents of the book. So However, we're going to spoil some of the book. We're going to spoil some part but of the book. But not the whole you, book. But I'm going to give you a very brief synopsis la, into the book itself. All right. So the first law of power, and this is on the first chapter itself, right? And this is actually very, very interesting because a lot of people, especially if you are a salary man, you're, if you're an employee, you might want to read this. The hmm. first law, it tells you, never outshine the master. Oh, the master. Wow. Okay. Wow. Never that outshine the master. Okay. I, okay. I'm going to give you. So the first story in the book itself tells about this one chap. Mm-hmm. He was the finance minister of France hundreds of years ago under King Louis the Fourteenth or something like that, who was known as the Sun God, right? So he, so so this king was was vain and he was really really a narcissist, you know. So he mm-hmm. called himself the Sun God. He is actually very famous because he built the Palace of Versailles. If you have, if for those who have been to Paris, right, you would definitely visit the Palace of Versailles, which is one of the most elaborate palaces in the world. Has like gazillion fountains and a huge garden and it's it's famous right mm. so he was serving as the finance minister under this king louis the sun god okay so the, he is very close to the king he is the king's best friend one of the best All friends right. and okay. he's a very capable person he's young okay. he's handsome he's capable he's great with finances so one day um the position of prime minister Mm-hmm. was vacant okay so he thought to himself you know what definitely my bro is going to choose me you know he's mm. going to make me the next prime minister lo and behold he wasn't made the prime minister actually okay. what what the king did was he voided the entire position so there was no prime minister in france and this oh. was about about 300 years ago there was no more prime minister in france so this chap thought might have done something to probably you know offend him why don't mm. i why don't i try and please him right mm. so he um so in in the, that one or two years right he built this humongous uh summer villa for himself because he was a very rich man you know he was a, he was he was a finance minister of of an mm. empire he built mm. a lavish um villa summer <clears throat> villa for himself with the most beautiful gardens and the most beautiful fountains and all and he threw a huge party and he was dubbed mm-hmm. the party of the century mm-hmm. in France at that, at that point in time. Okay. He invited all the famous socialites, the kings, the heads of state of all over Europe mm. in honor for his king, which is okay. the sun god. All right. So he held it in his cottage, uh, in mm. his villa with massive, you know, with food. And then they had, and it was 300 years ago, right? He served food from the Orient. That means he served wow. Chinese food. And wow. he flew and he actually shipped the ingredients and the chefs from China. And this wow. was 300 years ago. No, 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 no airplanes are by boat wow. all the way to Paris. Mm. Right? Fat people, Chinese food. They've never seen, these people have never seen a Chinese person in their life. Huh? Fat them, uh, exquisite Chinese Oriental food. 
mm-hmm. and had the best fireworks at night. And he thought mm. to himself, that's it lah. After this prime minister position is mine. Mm. The next day, lo and behold, the king did come back. Mm. But he didn't come back alone. He came back with the head of guards who were the musketeers. Mm-hmm. He caught the finance minister, uh, threw some charges of corruption, bribery, and had him executed within a couple of weeks. Wow. Okay. So what did he do wrong? He threw a what bigger party. He threw a huge party. Bigger party. People were yes. praising his party more than the king's parties. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So hmm. he thought that he was making, honoring. he was honoring hmm. his boss, which hmm. was the king. But the way the boss saw it was, hey, you're just a finance minister. Why are you throwing parties better than mine? Hmm. Why are people uh, praising, you more? More, uh, praising you and not me? No, hmm. Are you trying to take my, my position? Hmm. So hence, you know, they trumped up some charges caught him and had him executed and he was king. And lo and behold, the Palace of Versailles, which I, which I named earlier, which I mentioned earlier, was actually modeled after this guy's uh, villa because when he executed him, he confiscated, all... confiscated all his estates. He found, okay. out who built, he found out who built the villa and he contracted right. the same people, the same architects and the same gardeners. And he, he built this huge palace for himself. <laughs> right. So the moral of the story is, if you have a boss, who is hmm. securely in his position, mm-hmm. right? It is your job as an employee mm-hmm. to make him look good, mm. not to make him look bad, to make him look good. Now, have you had any experience like this in real life? In real life, yes. Yes. And we have it in government or even in private, whereby I would say it may not be uh, where you want to trump the boss, but it will just be, let's say, we are prepping for a meeting and this meeting is going to meet someone higher than the boss. Okay. So like in our case, we'll be meeting the director general or we'll be meeting the state prosecutor or the the head lawyer for, for, for the ministry. Now, we need to do the homework to support the boss, but we can't trump the boss in front of someone else. So if the information needs to be conveyed, you can't, we, we can't go up to do a presentation because when that happens, that sort of like chain of command gets lost. And in a way, I think Asian culture, we call it loose face. And that starts the cascading uh, issue of downfall. Now, I think in today's modern context, this becomes very contentious because yeah. now the modern day ones, they say, if my boss is stupid, it's my duty to make it better for him. And if yeah. it means I have to raise it up in front of him, so be it. Yes. Where else, what was taught, or at least this first principle, first law in the 48 laws is one of those age old truths. 300 years ago, maybe even a thousand years ago, it would have, it was pretty much like this. All until maybe even 10 years ago, it's still like that. So, what do you think? Is it still relevant? Oh, definitely re- very, very relevant now. At the end of the chapter one, 
it tells you, it gives you three situations. Okay. Situation number one, if your superior or your boss is firmly in his position, he, mm -hmm. has, a, he has a power over it, he has a, a tight grasp over it, do not contend for his position, neither do you humiliate him in public. Mm. Right? Because he has the power to yep. get rid of you. Yep. Secondly, if your boss is in power, he is in, the, in a powerful position, but mm -hmm. he has, he himself has lost favor with his superiors. Because, you know, mm. there's always a boss, there's someone yes. above, above you. you all the time. Yeah. He has lost favor of the person above him. And you know, sooner or later, he will get replaced. Then it's time for you to voice out to show your capability mm -hmm. so that when your boss steps down or gets fired, mm -hmm. you might be the one replacing him. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's situation number two. two. And number three, if your boss is really um, stupid, is really stupid Team. and mm. he's already, you know, you know, 100%, he's on his way out. Yeah, yep. He's really on his way out. Don't do anything. Just wait. Mm. Right? <laughs> Time itself will, will get rid of him. <laughs> it's true. So, don't waste effort. effort. Yes, don't waste effort. Don't waste effort. Don't waste effort. <laughs> don't, don't be smart. I like. Yeah. Sit and wait for the next couple of months to one or two mm. years. Your boss is mm. automatically he's gone. Yep. Right? So, yep. so it gives a very, very, um, um uh good uh uh learning point even in in modern times i think even that's very comprehensive i think yeah. i think the way that he ends it with three learning points is amazing because yeah. it covers possible yeah. i would say 80 to 90 percent of the possible scenarios that's right possible that's right. scenarios and i and i tend to agree especially with uh with with point number three <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> so, so a lot, a lot of people we get impatient, we mm. get impatient. But there will come a time. Maybe it's not that they they are incapable and they are on their way out. But sometimes they are they themselves. The boss already wants to leave. You know, it's yes. time to go. They yeah. know it's time to go. Yeah. And they they told themselves it's five years and it's five years from now that I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I might extend one to two more years. So it's five yeah. to seven. Yes, that's right. But some people jump the gun. They're like, you're already on your way out, right? Why don't you take an earlier retirement? Yeah. <laughs> that will backfire. You will. And I think we've had recent history over the last 20 years ago when, when ex-ex prime ministers and deputies yes, try to jump the gun, yes. Jump the gun. And if you jump the gun too early, that's a classic example. Oh, come on, it was just a year ago, bro. <laughs> <I'm hearing laughs> politics. It was just a year ago. <laughs> you jumped the gun too early and Guess where they got all of us? <laughs> Parliament, parliamentless, parliamentless. <sighs> yeah, man. So, 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 three very, very good points. So he also gave another example on how to use the situation to your advantage. Mm -hmm. So he quoted. Um, so he told the story of Galileo. Galileo was the person who discovered planets. All right, mm -hmm. back in mm -hmm. the fifteen hundreds, very, very famous person. Uh, he has a lot of stuff named 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 after him. But back then, astronomy was like new age science. You know, people don't yeah. really care for it. it was, uh, actually, it was more deemed as heretic science back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mm. the Catholic Church <laughs> deemed mm. as heresy. So mm. he needed to build stuff. He needed to build telescopes and navigators and stuff like that. But he had no cash. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, he would have to go back for money for all these mm -hmm. rich people, which 
patrons, you know. Imagine you have to go and uh, and uh, back those all these datos for cash, you know, to fund your small project on the site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's been begging for years, you know. All right. And he's famous. He's famous. Galileo is famous. He's been begging for years. And he is based in a city called Florence. And in Florence, there's one very big famous family called the mm-hmm. Med called the Medici family. They are so huge and so powerful that actually a few of their ancestors, uh, their, so their, their descendants became popes. A couple of them mm. became like emperors of some of, of certain uh, of, of certain countries. Oh, so wow. Okay. What he did, what he did was this. He knew that these guys were the most powerful people and he knew there's no way in hell he can dethrone them. Lah. So he used um, something to his advantage. He looked into the into the telescope, he had a mm-hmm. brand new telescope. He discovered four moons okay. right, around Jupiter. Now, Jupiter has been the the house um, logo or the or or the or the or the or the coat of arms mm. for the or for the house of Medici, which is this this powerful family. Mm. So he discovered four moons. Okay, and so happened that the Medici family had four sons. Oh, okay. Oh, he came out and he said, it is the will of God and science Mm. that the Medici family will rule forever. Mm. Because Jupiter is actually the ancient Greek name of Zeus, which is the king of of gods. Mm -hmm. And with the four moons around them, which means that the Medici family has been... um, blessed and appointed by God himself mm-hmm. to be the rulers of earth. Mm. And he, you know, he, he wrote all the papers and they published it. And guess what? The family was so impressed, mm-hmm. so taken in by him that they personally employed him mm-hmm. to be the astronomer mm-hmm. for the family. So basically he doesn't have the back anymore. He has unlimited, <laughs> unlimited access to unlimited cash for the rest of his life. And because of that, we have great astronomy discoveries due to him because of him. Mm, okay. Ah. So that is one way whereby it works to your advantage. Mm. So if you go back and then you put it into modern context, ah, when you discover something at work, ah, credit your boss. Credit your boss. Your boss didn't have, to, didn't have anything to do with it. Don't need to do anything. Credit your boss. Yes. Even though the discovery is yours, uh, and you mm-hmm. say, you know what, discovery is mine. And everyone around you knows discovery is yours. Yep. And even your boss knows he didn't do anything. But mm. credit your boss. Loudly. Everyone. Loudly. Yes, I did it. But it's all because of my boss's generosity. He mm. gave me the time and he gave me the space to do this. I would mm. like to thank him first. The first person I want to thank is thank him. Mm. And after that, right, you are going places. You, you know who, who Galileo reminds me of? Who? Joe Lau. Joe Lau! <laughs> <laughs> so, we have to worry for the rest of his life, man. So, so that's why, right, this book teaches you the art of manipulation, you know. Right? Mm. Even simple tricks like this, right? Simple tricks like this of crediting your boss, you know, don't overstep your boundaries. A lot of times, right, especially... Um, for those who are fresh grads and you, you just entered the work life, right? And you see all this office politics around you. Mm. Sometimes you do not know what to do because you, we are not trained in all this. 
Correct. This is not part of yeah. university training. It's not part of social sciences. Yeah. Uh, you go, you, you learn as you get along. And the problem is that a lot of us, we've got this altruism that we feel yes. it's wrong. And therefore, we yes, need to write right. it. Yes. Uh, there are certain yes. things that you I have just to voice don't. Out. Yeah, I need to voice out because it's wrong. It's wrong. We must let them know. Yes, you're right. That altruism. I'm not saying it's bad to, have, to be altruistic. It's okay. But there's a time and place for everything. In the meantime, it's knowing the game and playing it according to the universal rules. And I think yes. these are like universal rules. These are like what we call um, uh, social hierarchy manners in a way. Yes, yes. It's yes, just yes. manners. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same as if, if your dad told you something and it's wrong and he's with all his friends, you just don't go, ah, wrong, you know, wrong. Google say wrong. Okay. Wikipedia says wrong. Why are you so dumb when you never read? Yeah. Uh? So you can't do that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you can do something and then when the, when, when the friends ask, if where you learn this, oh, my dad taught me, you know? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so social manners. Yeah, so um, so when I read the book, when I, when I read the book, the first thing in itself, right, the first chapter blew my mind. Blew right? your like, mind. Shit. Mm. I said, you know what? A lot of people need this. <laughs> I think everybody needs to learn this. <laughs> I, I I want to read that book now. And it's just book. chapter one. I will send one to you. Don't worry. It's just chapter one. It's just chapter one, right? Then chapter two. Chapter two is it. it, it so people will say, you know what? Uh, have a close group of friends, you know, okay. have, 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 have a close group of, 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 of friends that you guys can talk and you can mm -hmm. criticize one another. And now, you know, you have this tight group of friends, but in chapter two itself, it tells you something totally different. It says never to never put too much trust in friendship, mm -hmm. learn how to use enemies. Oh. It is just another way of saying, keep your friends close by your enemies closer. Enemies closer. Yes. Now, but it is different. When you say keep keep your friends close but enemies closer, most people think that, hey, I need to keep an eye on my enemy, mm -hmm. right? Just in case he's doing hanky-panky. This one, on the, on the other hand, tells you differently. Mm -hmm. So it tells you, right? I give you a real-life scenario. So he says that, why is it that time and time again when we read history, mm -hmm. and even you probably know your friends, maybe mm -hmm. happened to some of your friends, whereby... They get backstabbed by their best friends. The betrayal in, in business. They get betrayed yep. by their friends, mm -hmm. right? And and these are these are guys, right? Who like who probably knew one another growing up. Mm -hmm. They were but best buddies for like 10, 20 years, and then mm -hmm. they set off to do something together. They set off to to start a job together. They start off to to do something together, and his friend backstabbed him. You know, his mm. friend. Backstab him to the boss, you know, um, uh, embezzled money, slept with mm. his wife, stuff like that. Why is that? So he actually explains why you should never trust your friends completely. Because when you are in desperate need, let's say you are poor, you're broke, of course, the first people you reach out are your friends. Your friends are not mm. going to question. Your friends are going to help you. But as you rise in ranks and power and as you get more and more successful, your friends get envious. Mm. They envy you. They say, hey, remember that time you, know, you were down your luck? Mm. And I gave you a loan, all right? I, and, and I told you, mm, don't need to worry. You don't have to pay back. I'm just giving the money. Now I changed my mind. I want the money back with interest. Mm -hmm. all right? Or, hey, you know what? Without me, right, your business wouldn't have started. I want a piece of the business. Or maybe there are your, 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 your partners in business. 
end they go hey you know what um i think i've been doing most work around here we don't really need you anymore and, and then they they kick you out it has happened many times before yes, yes. right um i would say one classic of the most example famous, yeah, yeah exactly apple. yeah apple. apple yeah i wanted to say that yeah. right steve jobs steve you know? was there. He, yeah. good friends yeah great friends <laughs> step step was back to, to the Steve core. Jobs stabbed his best friend in the back. Mm. Right? Steve Jobs cannot program for crap, huh? Yes. Backstab the the head of uh, the head of coding and got him out of the of the company. And, and the enemy, what? Bill Gates. And guess what? Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? And, he, and then when he when he brought in so-called friends, he got stabbed mm. after that. He was yes. voted out. Yeah, yeah. The PepsiCo guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was voted out by the board of directors and they brought mm -hmm. in the PepsiCo guy. Now, yep. when they say learn how to use your enemies is different. It means that you give out an olive branch mm -hmm. to the defeated foes. Example, mm -hmm. exa I, I, I'll give you a, a very simple example. You are doing hair transplantation, yep. right? And there, 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 there are not many doctors doing hair transplantation in Malaysia. Mm -hmm. And any single hair transplant doctor are so-called your competitors. Correct. All right. Let's say a couple of years down the road, you saw one of them. There was a point in time he was popular in the market. Mm -hmm. You know, he was famous and now he's out of a job. You know, he's closed his clinic. Mm. Instead of you rubbing it in his face, yeah. you should extend him an olive branch, say, hey, mm -hmm. would you want to be my, my partner instead? Why? Mm. Because he has been there, he has done it. Yep. He knows how freaking difficult it is. Yep. And you are the last person he would expect to have help from. And help him exactly. Mm. And guess what? He'll be forever grateful. Mm. He won't stab you in the back because he realized how difficult it is to actually get there. Mm. He won't stab you in the back and he'll be forever grateful. Yep. So chapter two tells you to use your enemies. That means do not fear hiring hiring ex-competitors mm -hmm. no yeah they were your competitors in the past yes but hire them why because they have the knowledge mm -hmm. they were like you at one point in time you know mm -hmm. both struggling they were like you they understand how difficult it is to go through life and, and and all this stuff so by handing them olive branch they actually most of the time end up to be one of your most valued employees or your most valued advisors mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Um, more, more, more so because in the context of, of having friends that, because your friends, if they started with you as your friends, and then let's say you did something together, regardless whether it's a business mm. or, 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 or journeys through life together, they would have known all your weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Along the line, they would have picked up every single weakness that you have. And it's only a matter of time that they may want to use it against you. So, well, we're not saying don't trust any of your friends. It's just that, just be careful. Know that there will, there will be times whereby these friends can just, the tides may turn. The tides may turn. Yeah. No, Luck because with friends, usually you let your guard down. Yeah. You let your guard down and sometimes for, for whatever reason, advantage or opportunity comes knocking on, on their door. And to be fair, to tell them to not take it, it seems like they were foolish at the same time. So they may have taken it out of the position that they want to be. 
or, or since they were there at the right place, right time. But because we were friends, that makes it very painful when that happens. It seems like a betrayal. It can be a purposeful betrayal or even a, a, a unintentional, but still painful betrayal. Yes. However, with the enemy, your gut is always up. Yeah. It's like, don't need to say, it's, it's given that you have to be careful with that. Yes. However, what you say is very true. You can always turn the tides <coughs> and turn the enemy into an asset uh, yeah. a bit later. Um, yeah. Also, like in, in, in certain parts of business also, uh, when it comes to, let's say, competitors, I generally let competitors advertise all they want. Uh, like mm. in, my, in, my, in my situation, there'll be people in the hair centers who, who, who would advertise and they will throw prices. They'll do fantastic advertisements. In fact, I don't do animation advertisements <laughs> because they do the animation advertisement. They cover all the basic ground, which is great. Yeah, they've and done now, all the education for you. <laughs> they've done all the education. They've included miseducation. I'm only doing realignment and I love it because it cuts my advertising cost by half. I don't have to do all the fancy animation. I just say, have you seen those animation? Yeah, just follow the whole thing. But let me tell you the back end, what else you can do to optimize yourself. So again, that's one of the ways that yeah. um, can use enemies to, 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 I mean, literally I'm using my enemies uh, yeah, to my yeah, advantage. Yeah. Um, and I don't go head on with them because I think if I go head on with them, then they will spend marketing budget to bring you down. Yes, yes, yes. I, I give you two examples. All right, I give it, I give it two, two, two real life examples in, in, in the corporate world, all right? Mm. And, and uh, this tool has been, uh, has been actually very, very famous. The first one was when Apple was almost bankrupt, mm -hmm. Bill Gates, then the CEO of Microsoft, mm -hmm. gave Apple money. Okay, gave, Apple not invest. Apple was the number one competitor, invested gave. money. Apple, invested, no, invested, uh, invested, okay. right? When Apple was going bankrupt, so at the time, uh, Steve Jobs came back the second time around after he ousted the, the previous guy, he came back. Mm -hmm. They created such a shitstorm that, that the company was in a, in, in a huge financial hole and mm -hmm. they were very close to closing. They needed help. None, mm. uh, none, of, none of the banks wanted to loan them money. So lo and behold, Bill Gates came in and said, you know what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we are competitors, but I'm going to give you money. I'm going to mm. invest in Apple. Microsoft, mm -hmm. your number one competitor will invest in, in Apple. And then the Apple we know today is only mm -hmm. here because Microsoft invested. Right? Do you think do you think do you think Bill Gates got like really, really sound advice from Warren Buffet? No. Do you know why? So Bill why? Gates actually explained why. Okay. Because if Apple were mm. to go bankrupt mm. and exit the market, mm. then Microsoft would have sole monopoly mm. of the hardware and software. Mm. And in US, they do not allow monopoly. That's an anti-monopoly act. Mm. So any company is found to be monopolizing the market, it's in trouble. Congress has the power to break up the company. So he doesn't want his company to break up. So oh, in order so there's some selfishness yes, inside. It is oh. selfish. It is selfish. So in order not to not not to, to allow break up Congress his company. He had to make sure his competitors had, had enough cash to go, go to, 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 to get going. Mm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's definitely, it's definitely self-preservation there, but, but Apple got money from the most unlikely people. But Second thing phase, that comes up. Yeah, so yeah, phase two is that if Apple does well and does better than Microsoft, 
he, he was making money. Microsoft can milk money from there. Exactly. Mm. No need to work. Exactly. Exactly. So second thing that comes to mind is in 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 Malaysia and in, in, especially in parts of Southeast Asia, Uber used to be here. <laughs> now mm. there's a new one. There's a new grab. Yes. So what happened was there was a merger between two competitors. Mm. Right. The two competitors, instead of saying, ha ha, you know, Padamuka, get, get, get out of uh, Southeast Asia, say, no, you know what? Why don't we combine assets? Mm. Even be more powerful. So mm. Uber was losing. Mm. Grab handed them an olive branch, say, you know what? Mm -hmm. Let's make amends. Instead, let's come in together. Let's be partners in this. And boom, Grab is as large as it is now because of the joint venture. Our so, anti-competition law not very strong. Eh? Oh no, no, actually our anti-competition law is very weak. Even in Singapore, they want to do the mm. anti-competition. Mm. They yeah, wanted well. uh, they wanted Grab to pay money, but I think until now Grab so ne never really uh, paid up. Yeah, yeah. Once they they were just they they yeah. will just form a small tiny company that does the same thing has a zero point one percent market share. Grab was mon mon monopolizing, right? So Singapore say no, no, no. We have an anti-monopoly act, so y'all cannot monopolize. But I think until now, so not, nothing actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, there are forty-eight laws inside. I'm going to cover one morning. Then one the more. rest of the All right. five, you can go back and read. Uh, read. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> can't spoil the book. Otherwise, otherwise, the, the you know the the author is going to come chasing after us. Yeah. No. Actually, I I you know, the book has been twenty over years old already. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. The third point, and I I really want to emphasize this point, and I think it's very important. The point number three, or one of the chapters inside, is. Mm -hmm. Win through your actions and not through argument. Mm. Now, why is this important? Because people like to argue. You know, they like to be right in situations, mm. especially whether it's in public, among friends, or even on social media. People like to post stuff. You know, ah, they get into all these arguments with people on online who, who, whom they've never met. Mm -hmm. The book tells you to avoid it. All mm. right. Because you might win the argument. You mm. might win the argument. Now, two things will happen if you do win the argument. First of all, if you were wrong in the first place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you were wrong in the first place and you just constantly attack people, mm -hmm. you create hate between hatred. both of them. Yeah, yeah you, you create hatred. You know you're wrong already. So, so the person sitting on the other side of, 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 the, of the argument knows you're wrong already. But yet mm. you still continue attacking him, he's going to think that you're a bozo, all right? Second thing, if you think you're right and you and you are right, mm -hmm. you would have humiliated the other person and he mm -hmm. would have resented you for a long time because you mm -hmm. have publicly humiliated him. Humiliated him, yep. Yeah. So instead of arguing, take a step back and not argue, instead mm -hmm. prove them right uh, mm -hmm. or prove them wrong, all right? Mm -hmm. Prove your point right. By doing something, mm -hmm. prove it right. All right. Now, a lot of times you might think that yeah, yeah this this is in corporate lah. You know, I do it uh, with my uh, with my colleagues law. And instead of arguing, I show my boss that I'm a I'm a better performer. Yeah, it can be used in co corporate. Mm -hmm. It can also be used in your family. Yep. Even in your house, in, with your kids. A, a lot a lot of it I would say works even in relationships. Yes. A lot of times I think in relationships. Um, when couples want to prove something, they end up doing a lot of verbal arguments. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I'm right, you're wrong. 
and these are my points to validate my 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 righteousness or or or, or how right I am compared to your wrongness. And I think that causes a lot of frictions in relationship. And I'm just talking about relationships. I'm not even going to the family yet. I'm not going into businesses yet. It's as it's as simple as that. And at the end of it, end of, end of the day, it's just words. And if you win the argument, but the whole time after that you resent each other, there's a clear breakdown of relationship. Whereas if you do, if you do, uh, and you want to prove something out, make sure, as you said. That the action speaks louder than just your words, and at the same time, also I would I would take a bit of pinch of salt with this one because not all the time you need to win the argument because yeah yeah I yeah. think I think rule <laughs> you law, actually law, lose more law number three should not supersede law number one. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, 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 true. You you try so hard to prove it right, whether through action, and you say oh I'm doing my action, well, I'm not doing doing my argument, but. You are, you know, beating rule yes. number one, which is you know make, yes, making yes, your yes. your your boss look bad or or someone above you look bad. Eh, doesn't work. Yes, doesn't yes, work. yes. You are totally right. You are totally right. So so the one thing that I even till today I always found that I I'm very hypo, uh, I'm a hypocrite in this is because mm-hmm. I always tell my kids don't watch so much TV, lesser screen time. Please stop playing with the whatever iPad or whatever not. But I'm the one doing it. <laughs> So I can argue with them any I can argue with them the whole time, you know. Oh, don't mm-hmm. don't put your phone down, you know, don't don't do this, don't do that, don't watch so much TV, go go read the book. Mm. And I'm the one, you know, fiddling with my phone and all. So instead of arguing, you need to show them. You know what? Yep. I'm gonna I'm putting my phone down, right? I'm putting my phone down and instead of, as it's it's at the corner, now I'm picking up a book to read. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going outside for an exercise. Now I'm going to do something else. So yep. you show them through actions. Yeah, uh, you show them traction. So, so this point is very important because um, people want face. <laughs> people want they, people. People want face. People want to yes. win arguments, Correct. no matter how small, petty, or how useless the arguments are. People right. want to win arguments, Correct. and people don't like losing the arguments, mm-hmm. right? So, some people, some people would 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 fight as much as 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 they possibly can. In order, in order to win the arguments, but end of the day, even if you do win the argument, you don't actually win. You're you're probably on the on the losing side. Right. So yeah, so um, it's basically oh. short for action speaks louder than words. Right. I would like to add on this point number three, which I think is very powerful. Um. So when it comes to 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 argument, sometimes if somebody really wants to win the verbal argument, let them win. Yeah, let them win. Exactly. Let them win. Because exactly. again. The action is more important than the the, yes. the verbal argument. And if they want to win, let them win that battle. It's okay. The real war comes through proper action. So mm. you can do it later. And again, you get to choose whether you want to do it or you graciously just let it be. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but when when one is trying to gun for winning the argument, it's a red flag. Yes. If it's personal, then you have to go cut it back. But if yeah. it's someone else who's trying so hard to win, sometimes just let them win. Yeah, just, just let them win. <laughs> just, just, just let them have the victory. They'll feel good mm. about it themselves. Just for a split second, you know, just let them win. In fact, sometimes yeah. what spoils a good victory is when someone doesn't put up a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really want to argue. Because some people argue. The fun part about arguing is that there's back and forth 
um, exchange of ideas or, or defending that you are writer, more right than the other person or in a way humiliating the other person's ignorance. But if you just go, okay, you're right, walk away. Yep. It's actually very, it's very unsatisfying for the winner. Yes, actually it is. And you and have won. Like, huh? And you won. <laughs> and, and that itself was actually winning through action by just saying, yes. okay, bye. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So this book well, is fantastic, man. It's 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 a superbly good book, right? I will send you one copy, and for those outside, you should buy one copy of yourself for yourself. It's called The Four Laws of Power by Robert Greene. What do you laws of on, power on MPH? Okay, I mm. bought it on MPH. Uh. It's only about fifty plus only. Uh. it's paperback. Oh, wow, right? it's only okay. fifty plus. It has four hundred and fifty pages. Okay, it is basically it is you you can reread it multiple times because because imagine this right there are 48 laws of there are 48 chapters mm. you're not going to remember every single one right yeah. you're probably going to yeah. remember four five and then put it put it into action and then go back and reread it and then uh, implement another four or five so it's a good reread and mm. yes it means it is a book for manipulation but manipulation mm -hmm. isn't really such a nice word to be used you know it's usually uh more um more associated with criminals and crooks so I wouldn't say it's about manipulating. Mm -hmm. I would say it's about learning how to assess the situation, learn when to act and when not to act. Mm. I would say yes. that is very important. Right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's the situation, Le learn to act and when not to act. I, I, I think the word leveraging is more gentle uh, as yes. opposed to manipulating. But I, I'll call it speed speed. So for me, if it's going to be manipulation, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but, but, but just know that manipulation is not always bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not always bad. It's, it's not, not always bad. bad. Is, it's this not trying, bad. is this trying to make things work in favor? Of course, if you make it in favor of a criminal offense, then it's bad. But if it's just in the favor of getting an action done, are you manipulating? Yes, you are. So yeah. actually, that's one of the things I always tell people when I meet them. You know, they're like, oh, you're a nice guy. I said, no, I'm not nice. I manipulate people. <laughs> I, I, I want something done. I'll talk to you nicely. That's is, why I is sound so name, nice. Is, is your name Robert Green? Uh? <laughs> Do you write this book? Uh? <laughs> hey, I found out this guy just now. I just Googled him, right? I found out he had another book banned from prison. <laughs> <laughs> the other book's name is The Art of Seduction. Oh, that wow. That's also banned in prison. That's also banned. <laughs> That's also banned in prison. Well, you probably found out. Guy has, that book probably... is banned in prison. You probably found out all the guards are liking certain prisoners and you know taking things easy on them huh? <laughs> yeah man but i, I would uh, say this is they, they, these are fantastic reads and and yeah, yeah, if yeah. if if anyone googles or, or or checks out this book um uh 48 laws of power laws of power right yeah 48 laws of power yeah 48 laws of power you find that um, the amount of people who've, who've read it, yeah, some of these celebrities have been in jail before, like 50 Cent has been in jail before, Jay-Z has been in jail before, and, and that's probably where they got some of the exposure. But the amount, you see how successful they are. And yeah. that's the one thing in common or, of a book that they've read. You don't hear you know, this bunch of guys telling you to go read Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> That's why I was very yeah, surprised yeah. when you when you told me about this book, right? I'm like, what the hell? Google search, and I'm like, wow, yeah, bunch of so it's not a very it. famous book. It's not a very famous mm -hmm. book because because 
um the guy doesn't go around promoting it you know it's like it's like robert like robert kiyosaki you know he's still running around doing talks and all mm. this guy doesn't promote the book mm. <laughs> because he he wrote it he wrote it 20 over years ago mm. but it's still yeah. relevant it's, it's still, still very relevant, relevant. Very some relevant. some books are always relevant like yeah, always timeless. relevant this book is timeless, they're timeless um they're just not very very famous um and and a lot of times but i want to know how did you come across this book i came across the book about a couple of years ago when i was actually um on youtube all right Ooh. i was on youtube and there was a particular um finance finance uh, person he was just he was giving advice on on certain investments and he was quoting the book he was saying okay. that you know he was saying that, you know what everyone should go and read this he said that okay. this is not like the top best seller in the world mm -hmm. you know they sold uh, they sold since since 1998 or something like that 1.5 million books but it's not a lot when you it's not a lot think in For terms 20 of 20 over years yeah. on average they sold a hundred thousand books a year it's not a lot you know it's not a lot so, but he said that this is one of the hidden gems mm -hmm. that people should read and it's not a very heavy read it's not a very like very very heavy book to read but like it's very technical stuff like i see it's a very light read they give the you a stories, lot of examples yeah a lot of stories they give a lot of examples mm -hmm. so that you can relate and you can understand what this person did right and what this person did wrong and then mm -hmm. reflect back in your life Mm -hmm. you know were there any times in your life in your, any points in your career or, or your personal life but you could have used one of these uh things in the book to mm -hmm. improve your life mm -hmm. and say more more often than not it does because it is not something on a very technical skill it's not mm -hmm. like uh how to operate you know how do you uh, uh how do you cook right it's not yep. it's not a technical skill this yep. is more towards human psychology yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more towards human yeah. psychology. I think even uh, the first so, three that 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 we yeah. illustrated here, uh, I think a, a quick recap. Point number one: never outshine uh, your mentor, master or your, mentor, or your yeah. master. Point number two: never put too much trust in friends. Learn how to use your enemies. Point number yeah. three: win through your actions, not through your arguments. Not through your arguments, yeah. The, 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 these are like just day to day relationship uh dynamics yes they are just day-to-day -day relationship dynamics and therefore yep. i find even without have not read i've not read this book but just through the examples it makes a damn perfect good sense to actually pick up this book and do a real good flip through and and, and yeah. run through it because it's like you said it's not a technical thing it's not trying to teach you uh the the, the psyche of the female mind because that, that that's just way too technical they're not trying to teach you <laughs> No, trust me, no books can, can explain that. <laughs> yeah, that's why right. anyone who say we wrote a book, you know, men are for months, women are for winners, we explain everything, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's just called fun read, that's a comic. But anyway, <laughs> it was a bestseller anyway, that book. But but this one, I think maybe it sounds so boring because it does it has nothing high-fi. But yes, I think it is very, very relevant to understand how simple relationships are, how simple the human dynamics are. And if you don't master this simple dynamics, reading the hi-fi stuff, you'll probably only apply maybe 10-15% yes. of the time. These are the things I would say you can actually apply almost 80-90% of your time over and over and over. The more you, 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 you see, you read, the more you can actually relate back to your life and say, perhaps in this kind of situation, maybe I should have changed it and, and do it um, in, in, in a different way. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, fantastic, fantastic. It's a, right. it's a good book. I'm it's a sending book. you one now. <laughs> ah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, okay, guys, guys. So with that, All right. hope so. you guys found this session um, uh, good. Yes. I think we would try to do a, a an awesome book review once every two months or so. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be think good, actually. That'd be good, or, or, or even once a month. So every four or five episodes, we will do one book really thorough book review will give you some gist of it why you should pick it up and we're not going to do all those mainstream books you know so yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you want us to pick up stephen covey no 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 you you go do that yourself exactly it's a good book it's a good book seven habits of successful people are not it's like, eight by now they've they, he's, he's yeah, upgraded yeah. to eight already so yeah eight really yeah. eight already so uh, you read those robert kiyosaki you go read those we'll pick those really weird ones that nobody heard of even you and i probably never heard of certainly it's pretty good and we'll give you at least we'll, we'll make sure that if you read it you have at least something that are worthwhile or we'll tell you which chapter which will be the best one so to be fair not all books are great uh some books may only be 50 percent substance the rest of fillers will tell you which ones are really really great i actually got one right in front of me uh but that's more on sales but we'll, we'll, we'll keep that for four episodes from now oh but want to do one shout out uh jolene jolene lai uh she's the one that's followed us on on on, on spotify and she um i think she texted oh, yeah. you first and then she texts me yeah, later. yeah 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 she's yeah. a dentist so, yes she's a dentist. so 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 dr jolene lai thank you so much for actually tuning in and making this as part of your your commute listen um yes. we're truly humble right? like truly humble and and i've actually invited her to to, to be on the show and oh, nice. we can, yeah, we can actually talk about dental health, the 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 the, the wrong yes, things people do. Teeth. Oh, yeah. teeth. It's a lot of even trust me, even I even I also don't know the right. Are you flossing correctly, of, right? For <laughs> dental hygiene. <laughs> Every time I go to my dentist, right? I, we assume I, we're doing it right. My dentist will be like, huh, you think quite better. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you think quite better. Huh? Every time I go there, I'd be like, huh, 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 yeah. bad. Oh, your teeth. It makes you wonder, is it is it really bad or is this for them to say like, huh, I'm gonna charge you, ding, ding, ching, you know? But, I have no idea, bro. <laughs> no idea, no idea. But but we will keep in touch with her and hopefully we'll get to bring her in uh yes, in one of the yes. coming episodes. Yeah, I think this will be good. really worthwhile. Be very A good. fan who 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 comes on the show, not 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 we just pushing people that we like. That'd be very good. All right. So with that, okay. guys, um, thanks for tuning in for this week's episode. And as always, we'll be back again next Saturday for our next uh, episode in our season two of the Two Dogs. And uh, I'm Dr. Ali signing off and from I, the Two Dogs. Yep. And I'm Dr. Inky and see you next week. See you next week. 